0: parenting with ease. Today, my guest is Jessica Culp, who is a dear friend and also my life coach and a life coach to many. And I have been blessed with her presence. And I want to tell you a little bit about how I met her. So Jessica was a was a life coach um, that was living in South Pasadena. And our paths crossed because we had a mutual friend, uh, Jamie Sagnor. And she and I had, Jamie and I had worked together uh, with health coaching. And Jessica was offering this workshop in South Pasadena at a local yoga studio. And I was enthralled by the idea of the conversation that she was bringing up about um, manifesting and creating your life in a very different way. And I was so enthralled by it that I invited my two closest friends to come with me and we sat in this workshop, and I was so um, so excited to hear Jessica speak. I had asked questions about men, and I had asked questions about um, expanding my life in a way that I'd like to see it expanded. And she was very uplifting. Um, we were all sitting on the floor in a yoga room, and just felt like already Jessica was creating community. And that is what's magical about Jessica. Um, I ended up working with her. Uh, she had online courses where um, women and men um, could join a class and it, sometimes it ran six weeks, eight weeks long, um, and I took several courses with Jessica and some of that time I reached out for her to, for some one-on-one. And I can tell you, I had uh, my darkest nights and uh, had a conversation with Jessica that I was able to express myself fully and be openly received. And if any of you remember that feeling of um, being unconditionally loved, I want to tell you that's what I received, almost bringing me to tears just talking about it. Mm. Um, I've been uh, working with Jessica for the last four years plus, and I can tell you I would still be alive today if it wasn't for Jessica, but I would not be living uh, as fully um, as, I, as I am now or as I could possibly imagine because I have been drawn out of the box that I was uh, living in uh, in the sense of walls that – I had perceived that were there, that I have been able to grow past uh, and expand in such a fabulous way. So I'm going to stop talking, and I want to <laughs> uh, talk to Jessica about her work and, and what uh, it contributes to the world, because um, I spoke so much. <laughs> Jessica? <laughs> oh,
1: man. Hi, everyone. And, Erica, that was so awesome because you brought me all the way back to that workshop in the yoga studio. And there, I remember the people that were there. There were, I don't know, like maybe 20-plus people. And I had friends in the room, and I had, like, my neighbor was there, and she was just really excited. And, and then there were these people that I didn't know, like you. And you were receiving it all. You were, like, sitting on the floor, leaning in raising your hand and then raising your hand and then raising your hand (laughs) i mean every good workshop needs someone like that (laughs) (laughs) so i appreciate everything you said that you've received from me and you are a person who receives what's there right you're a person that that um followed like so you came because the workshop felt good to you and then when you were there you didn't sit there um judging or critiquing you sat there receiving that like, that makes all the difference. So thank you, Erica.
0: Yes, as someone who also um, has workshops, <laughs> I totally understand what you mean. <laughs> every every good workshop
1: needs at least one person who's digging it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally, totally. Um, I would love to hear what what you what you uh, encircle as life coaching. Um,
1: what I like, what I would what I say life coaching is. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's for people who, who are not familiar with the work. Yeah, okay. So I get to be, as a coach, I get to be that person for somebody else that is there as the unbiased, unjudgmental, clearinghouse kind of space. And coaching isn't therapy or counseling. Um, we're not just, um, we're not just a, I'm not just a venting space for the story to be processed. I'm the space of, okay, what's going on? What, what's true here? what do you want to create out of this all right how are you going to get there what parts of you are going to have to kind of come out now <laughs> what parts of you are up now that actually aren't really genuinely you or authentic to who you are now how do we move through that so coaching coaching is um and, and why i was drawn to coaching is coaching super positive and it works with what's here right now and looks forward and So to me, when I encountered coaching, I just found it to be so generative, right, and so inspirational and so expansive that um, I had to get a coach and be a coach and create coachy things. (laughs) That was there. That was my description this morning, Erica.
0: I love it. I love it. Um, So, Jessica, I don't know if you remember, but um, families. When I uh, signed up for her first course, she actually did a short um, session with everybody individually that was joining the course to see what they wanted to get out of it. And um, and this is why why I wanted to interview you. I think your work is really amazing. But I was already coming to a place. um, My boys were becoming, you know, men. They were teenagers. And my question and what I wanted to focus on um, that first time we were together was I wanted to know what stuff was my stuff that I needed to work through and what was their stuff that they needed to work uh-huh. through. Um, uh-huh. Because at, at that point, it just seemed like it was all mixed together and it was all my stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and just acknowledging that. Which feels that really, really-
1: light <laughs> I'm being not, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: and I knew that as they were coming into their own person I mean even at that age just coming into their own ideas of what they want for themselves and their own life I didn't want to I didn't want to snuff out their light and I also mm-hmm. didn't want to put my stuff on them um, mm-hmm. which I experienced as a child um, not mm-hmm. consciously until later but um, but just what stuff was mine that I get to wrestle with and what stuff do I get to leave to them for them to wrestle with themselves um, in a safe and supportive way. And I don't
1: know if you remember that. I do. I do. And, um, and that's a great conversation, right? Like you were so smart to ask that question or to be in that question. What's mine? What's theirs? Yeah, it, it just,
0: um, it became very clear that uh that that was something that i wanted to choose to work on and i and it's something that comes around in our and in my work with families also is um parents that come in and say my child is doing xyz um what can i do uh to help them you know xyz um and some of it is is for the children to work out on their own, and some of it is for the adult to work out on their own. And so, through your, uh, through my work with you and your courses, you know, I've been able to create the space and see more of that, more of what's mine, and what's theirs, and get to wrestle with my stuff in all mm. different forms with ancestor work and um, and spiritual work and meditation and everything that you offer, which is full circle. How has the work that you've done um, personally, um, changed for
1: you. Mm. Yeah. You know, to go back to you for just one sec, <laughs> everything you've done has allowed you like to, to kind of show up with your clarity and your knowing, right? Instead of being distracted by, um, everybody else's stuff or all of the ways it should be done. Like I, okay, I just think all of the work I've done with you has been you, you investing in letting yourself be more and more clear and letting things be more and more simple in some sense, right? Like, sometimes we go really deep so that we can get to what's the simple truth, and then from there it all becomes much easier. And, like, the, your name of the show, Parenting with Ease, like, parenting is not easy, but it is possible to have ease with all of the ups and downs as a parent. But also, for this is to me, this is the work with people is we can't predict what's going to happen in life. Stuff happens every day that we didn't know was going to happen. Right. So like, there's not, there's not an easiness in life, but there's how do we show up to meet life? That's what we're in charge of, right? Like I'm in charge of who I'm going to be in regards to this and how I'm going to show up with this and how I'm going to work with this. So, so you just asked me like, how has my practice changed? So, so it's like that. It's like I, I've i studied the things that, that gave me more clarity and more space. And then there was always something to learn and play with or teach beyond that. So, I mean, I do have to laugh when I think of all of the years we've worked together. And, like, we've gone through a lot of different stuff. <laughs> like, my work used to be very oriented around um, – Manifesting, and then it was around life being very sacred and spiritual, and now it's it's not really that. <laughs> it just gets it's chaos more and more clear <laughs> and more and more ease, right? And now, yeah, now I'm having conversations with my clients about, "Who, you've got chaos in your life? Great, everything can be created again with ease, within chaos." Yeah, it's hilarious, but that's the journey, right? Like the journey is um, what. Where's my? I don't know. Where do? Gosh, I'm losing the words here. Did what I said make sense? <laughs> totally.
0: I I totally I totally get it. Um. I wanted to talk a little bit about how, what you've been bringing more and more into your work about um, asking questions. Um, yeah. For, for me, it for me it creates even um, more space because. Mm-hmm. We're not looking for the answers. We're just, um, it's like a living question
1: that's out there.
0: Um, can
1: you speak a little bit more about that? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I love you describing it like that, like creating more space. So how do, we, how do we live following what we know to be true? We have to have the space to hear it. And what we know to be true is going to come out of this moment it's not going to be what we decided two years ago. (laughs) So, okay. So if I, if, if I'm living my life based on what I've decided that last moment of clarity I had two years ago or five years ago or three months ago, right. Then I'm living in a conclusion of the past and I'm not really living in, in right now. And I'm not listening to myself right now. And I'm not receiving my clarity right now. And there's a different tone in that. And and I think, you know, some people are so grounded and sort of strong in themselves, but then at a certain point they lose their joy of living because they're not asking any more questions. They've decided this is how it is, this is how I am, this is what I believe, this is how I function, and, which is cool, and if that works for you, great. But if you're not happy within that, then, the, then it's the time to ask questions. So I love asking questions, I'm a big question asker. I've learned that um, rarely does a why question really help. <laughs> I don't ask how questions very much, but I ask a lot of what questions, like what else is possible? What do, what's really going on here? What could I create here that would change everything? What could I say here that would completely shift this dynamic? What, um, what could I be here that would create a different outcome? What am I not seeing here? And you know, these questions it depends on whatever you're working with, but being able to ask a question in regards to anything you're experiencing will create an expanded awareness. Questions always open the door to new possibility and questions always bring us awareness if we're willing to receive it. So that is one of my favorite things to work with, with clients and in my own life. I need them all the time too. <laughs> Yes
0: and um and I think that that's a a big thing for um families and parents that struggle with of of you know wanting to come up with the answer or wanting to come up with the conclusion or wanting to come up with how is it going to be in you know a year or two years three years with my child and I think uh-huh. feeling not that, that it's okay not to have the answers is is something that I you know, share with families. Um, it's okay to not, to not have all the answers, um, even if you have a young one looking up to you, um, because it makes it, it makes it okay to live in the question for them to not know all the answers either.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's so cute. counterintuitive, right? Because we're always looking really. for an answer, but as <laughs> soon as we've come up with the answer, we've stopped asking a question, and so we've come to conclusion again. And it's much more fun just to receive awareness and not an answer. And sometimes a really good question, like even a great question asked of a child, they may not be able to answer you. But if you've asked that question in their world and you've left that there, it will work. <laughs> it will shift things, right? Like it will, it will be something that there, then becomes a question in, in, in the reality within the family, whether it's in your child's mind or whether it stays in your own mind, just asking asking even of the family, like, hey, what can we be as a family? What can we create? As everybody's yeah. growing and changing, what what's harmony gonna look like now? Or what is, what is uh, family time gonna look like this month, right? Yeah. And it never happens the way we think it's going to. <laughs> we always think totally. we know the answer, and we never, ever do. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets even better a lot of the time.
0: <laughs> if we can stay yes. with the question. And and just to be clear, um, families, so it's not necessarily something that you sit down, you know, the siblings and your partner with and you say, okay, family, what is harmony going to look like now? It's just just a question that you can just put out to the ethers of, okay, family, what is, you know, harmony going to look like for us? Or what's vacation time going to look like for us? And not even to anyone in particular or sharing it aloud, you can just, you know, share it into the the question. Um, yeah. Does that make any sense?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a great I know, Jessica. No, I mean, <laughs> weirdly, you don't even have to ask a question out loud to shift things. Like, yep. Yeah.
0: If you're, if, you're,
1: so, if you're being the question, something different will come.
0: Yes, yes, being the question. And so families, um, um, Jessica and I had a call um, just last week, a one-on-one call, where I'm getting so aware and conscious of when I have walls going up, like judgments or stuckness or it has to be this way or why isn't it this way. Um, and if I feel that I am not mo- having movement in whether, you know, thinking about it or um, asking questions about it, I, I'm super aware that I have something there, blocking um, and, and that's when I reach out to my life coach, Jessica, and, and we kind of just have a conversation like we are having right now where we talk about, you know, what's come up for me. I'm not seeing a wall there. I'm not sure what it is. Um, and Jessica will, will start um, having conversation with me, asking questions, and I, I get a, like a different awareness. And if any of you have been in any of my classes, um, that's kind of what we leave with um, after a workshop or after the class is that there's like this different awareness that we didn't see. And my, my whole mission in life is for, um, for children to be seen and heard and for parents mm-hmm. to look with new eyes and to listen for what's not said. And I think it's quite magical, the work that Jessica does in the world. It brings that for me too. (laughs) I'm seen, I'm heard. I'm seen with new eyes. (laughs) It's so cool. No, it's so cool,
1: really, because that is what sessions with clients are like for me. It's like, oh, you're pissed, or oh, you're hating something. Cool, tell me all about it. (laughs) And everybody needs that. Everybody needs that space of being like, all right, let me unpack this shit. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> so Jessica, will you share a little
0: bit about what you have going on right now and what kind of work that people can do with
1: you? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do one-on-one sessions. Um, they can be emergency based or regular sessions. Uh, it kind of depends on you and your personality and what you're, what you're into. Um, I, I, that, it, it does. It kind of seems like this. When, we're in a, we're, when I'm in a session with somebody, they tell me what's going on. I ask them questions. We see if things are true or not true. Um, we create more space and more ease. So I love that. I love working one-on-one with people. It, also, I run a lot of uh, groups and classes. So um, I use a lot of tools of access consciousness, if you've ever heard of what that is. Um, and if you haven't, there's a great book that I've been asking all my clients to read called Being You, Changing the World by Dr. Dane here. So even if you'd like sort of like coaching in a book, go get that book. See what it opens up for you. And then I teach, um, I, I, I run different programs. So like my next um, class offering is called um, Ask and Receive. And it's, it's funny enough, it's called 21 Days, of asking questions about everything. And it's kind of a daily meditation class, kind of a daily journaling discussion class. We meet on the phone every day at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for a half hour, we discuss, we close our eyes, do a little energy work, like lowering the walls, expanding the field, sort of meditation, and also sort of like play with energy. And we take on different assignments. So this 21-day class is all about asking questions and becoming the, the, the question, like living the question. So I do classes like that a couple times a year on different subjects. That's the subject that happens to be up now. So I think that's funny since that's what we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my website is jessicacolk.com and you can find everything there
0: yes and for parents who go i can't make an eight o'clock in the morning class um (laughs) i want to let you know that they're recorded and um and if you can't listen to them at eight o'clock you can actually listen to them at a time that's more convenient for you um, yeah which is great (laughs) yeah (laughs) and you and you can also re-listen to it um if you (laughs) listen to it live and want to hear it again because it's great great work um Thank you so much, Jessica, for making time uh, to be here with me today and having this great conversation.
1: And Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You add so much to my life. It was such a great day, the day you walked into that yoga studio (laughs) to attend my workshop, (laughs) and it just keeps (laughs) unfolding. So thank you, and thank you for all the work you do in the world with parents and families. It always impresses me.
0: Mm, Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay folks, well that's it for today and I just uh, appreciate you all for being here with us. If you have any questions, you can type in below and I will be checking them out on Tuesdays. Thank you so much.